Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about overcoming anxiety and distraction. This week, we listened to 27 episodes. The three best ones talked about building creativity and starting over. For the bonus this week, we wanted to share three things, and they all come from the Air Force Marathon. So this past weekend, we went out to the Air Force Marathon, and I'm so proud of Sarah. Um, she, it was a tough day. She did not get the results that she wanted. She wanted to get a faster time, but it was such a good reminder to focus on the process instead of the results, that we need to focus on what we can control. So for example, I'm really proud of her because she fought through heat. It was super hot that day. She fought through sickness. She threw up on the rate during the race 10 times and a hurt knee that she'd injured and dealt with throughout training. And so she fought through and she overcame all those things. And to me, that is so much more important than any time. And it's I think it's so important to focus on what we can control. So on the day of the race, she could not control the heat, her sickness, or her, her knee, but she could focus on just taking one step after another, and I'm so proud of her for doing that. The next thing from the marathon, we were able to listen to Olympian Bob Scholl. He's the only American to win gold in the 5,000 meters. And I loved his story because during the race, he talked about how he was actually behind and he was boxed in. So he had to fight his way through to get to a place where he could try to get first. And it was interesting. He was in third place as they were coming up around the last stretch. And he said that he, he got into second place. And then the person in first, he said, did the one thing you can never do in a race. He looked back. And it's interesting, I watched the video after and the person in first kept looking back. He was concerned about other people behind him. And I think that's such a powerful metaphor that in life we can only look forward and we shouldn't be constantly comparing ourselves to others. We shouldn't be worried about what we've done in the past. We can only control what we're gonna do in the present and the future. And so hopefully that helps as you go through this week just a great powerful reminder that if we look back it's going to slow us down and it's not going to be helpful as we try to move forward and the last part from the marathon i actually really love going to marathons especially when i don't have to run in them uh, it's incredible to see people suffering but people pushing through those obstacles and overcoming them and one example and and i just want to say i think it's really powerful to see people who don't necessarily fit the runner's mold who people whether they're more experienced as we'll say or people who I don't know how else to put it but there are some people who maybe are overweight and they're still fighting and they're still getting closer to reaching their full potential and they're challenging themselves I have so much more respect for the person who's never run a marathon that puts themselves out there and just tries to see what happens 
And one person in particular who I still am thinking about was a man who completed the full marathon, so 26.2 miles, and he did it with only one leg. His other leg was in a cast and it was up on one of those scooters that sometimes people use to walk around. And he'd overcome cancer, a broken back, he had a broken leg. And I just loved how he used that suffering, he used those hard times to inspire others. So I hope that those thoughts about the marathon help you this week and it wasn't too much, but just some powerful lessons about focusing on what we can control, not looking back, and using our hard times to inspire others. The first podcast from this week is a new one that we're excited to share. It's called On Purpose with Jay Shetty. You may have heard of his name before. Uh, You may have seen some of his videos that have gone viral. He's a speaker and he, um, he was a monk at one point. And this is the number one health podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. He's Indian British, and so he has an incredible voice that is uh, really powerful, and, and he makes some great points. This week's episode was titled, Six Reasons Why It's Never Too Late to Quit and Start Over. And I really liked it because as he talked about, we put a false expectation on ourselves to have our whole lives figured out by the time we're 21. And as he said, that's just not realistic. And he said when we hear something like it's too late, it's too early, we need to ask ourselves who made up these rules and why do we have to follow them? And he made another great point that some things are easier to pick up when we're younger, it's true, but other things are actually easier when we're older. He gave the statistic that Nobel Prize winners are most likely to make their discoveries in their 40s. Another example is that we're better at understanding other people's feelings and emotions, so our emotional intelligence gets stronger with age. So the first reason that he talked about why we shouldn't be afraid to start over or to start something new is that number one reason is plenty of people started late. And he referenced this great article from the Business Insider about 24 people who became highly successful later in life. And just one example that surprised me was Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel. So he created the Avengers, Captain America, Spider-Man, just incredible amount that he created that still is influencing the world today. I thought it was really interesting that he, Stan Lee, did not create his first comic until he was 39 years old. And so it just shows that it's never too late to get started. As Jay said, plenty of people have risen to heights later in their life, and you can too. But if we think it's too late, then we're probably right. So the second reason why it's never too late to start or why we can always start over Jay said, you have more experience today than you did yesterday. The ideas that we have grow and become better, so if it failed in the past, it might not fail in the future. And I really liked when he talked about how we forget our strengths and we focus on our weaknesses. But instead, we should focus on what we can do, not what we can't do. 
So the third reason is you have a broader network today. And what he means by that is there are more people that we can ask for help. And I think that's true regardless of what we're trying to start or who we're trying to become. The last reason I'll share was he said you recognize that time is more valuable. You appreciate it more and you recognize that you don't have time to waste. And he brought up two really interesting points. He said, what would my younger self be sad that I stopped doing? So what were those dreams and goals that we had when we were younger that we've told ourselves we can't keep doing? And the last point he said was, on your deathbed, what would you regret not doing? So I know these are kind of heavy and and big and maybe dramatic, but I think they're powerful ways to look at life. That what would we have wished we kept doing and, and what would we have wished that we could have started? And that it's never too late to get started. We can always try something new and we can always try to get better. We can try to lift those around us. It's gonna take courage and strength. It won't be easy, but we can rely on people around us for strength. The second podcast from this week is another new one that we're happy to share. It's called The Kevin Rose Show. So Kevin is a really successful entrepreneur. He started several successful businesses. He's gotten involved in meditation and mindfulness. And this week he interviewed Chase Jarvis, who's also a successful businessman that's coming out with a book and it's called Creative Calling. So the title of this episode was How to Find Your Creative Calling. And I really liked it because the first point they made is that creativity is a habit. It's not a skill that we are born with. It's like a muscle that we can build and strengthen. And I love that perspective because for so long in my life, I've always thought I'm just not a creative person. But they talked about how we can reframe that and if we recognize that it's a muscle that we can build, then as we work at it, we can become more creative. And that's what they talked about. And they also talked about why it's important to be creative. Chase said, creativity is a requirement to build a good life for yourself. He said, life isn't about finding fulfillment and success, it's about creating it. And so I really like that idea because he said we need to redefine creativity. It's not just about art, it's about testing, trying, and failing new things to find what works best and to create a great life. And he brought up a really interesting point about how creativity is only becoming more important in the world today. He said, playing it safe is no longer the safe path. And he talked about two reasons why that is true. So first he said, the tried and tested jobs like being a doctor or a lawyer are also what can potentially be automated because there's a blueprint for how to do them. And the second reason that I really liked, he said, living the life that other people want for us, so playing it safe, leads to regret. And he brought up a good point that being creative doesn't have to be super risky. He said we can protect ourselves against risk by starting small. 
He said, just try those side projects and those interests that we all have. We just need the courage to act on them. And he, this is a great quote that he said, action is more important than intellect. I love that idea that it's not about how smart we are or how qualified we are, but if we can just take action, if we can do something small today, then we'll be better tomorrow and it will build on itself and we can become more creative and we can come closer to reaching our full potential. To do that though, he talked about how we need to trust our intuition. He said, we are constantly sold what we should do but we need to consider what we actually want to do and what's best for us and our family. So to be creative and to build a good life, Chase talked about an acronym and it's, and it's spelled IDEA, so I-D-E-A. The I stands for imagine. He said, break down the constraints and the rules that people give us, those things that make us think small. D stands for design. He said to design habits and practices that will help you accomplish those big goals. E is for execute. And he said we need to execute that vision. And A finally is for amplify. He said it's all about community. He said you don't need one million followers or fans. You just need a small group of people that can encourage you that you can become better with. And so just to summarize that, to become more creative, he said we need to imagine, design, execute, and amplify. And that last part, amplify, he said it's so important because we are social people and to be successful, healthy, happy, we need to rely on others for help and support. And as we've talked about, as we do this process over and over again, creativity can build on itself. He said, as soon as you create something once, you realize that you can do other hard things. The host, Kevin Rose, he said, I've failed more than I've succeeded, and I've always used that as fuel to learn new things and to keep going. He said that those failures made him a stronger person with a bigger toolbox going forward. And then Chase, he asked a great question. He said, what do you need out of life to be content and happy? I think sometimes we just keep striving for things, but it's so powerful to recognize when we have enough that we don't have to keep pushing, but we can be happy in this moment. He said, find joy in the journey because we might never get to the destination. He said, you can create opportunities for yourself and build a masterpiece for your life. The last podcast from this week comes from the Jimmy Rex show. So he's an author, he's a real estate agent, and he's interviewed some really impressive people. And that was true again this week when he interviewed Nate Boyer. You may have heard of the name before. He is a, he's an ex-Green Beret, so he served in the Army. And after that, he walked on to the football team at the University of Texas. And then later, he was drafted and played for the Seattle Seahawks. So just an incredible story. When he started at Texas, I think he was around 29 or so, which 
is super old to be playing college football. But what was even more amazing that I didn't know before this podcast is that Nate actually hadn't played football in high school. After he was in the the Green Beret, he decided he wanted to try and play on the football team. And so he went and he talked to the coaches and he said, they asked him, oh, can you show us some of your game film from high school? And he said, oh, it was so long ago, I don't actually have any. So I'm not advocating that we should lie about something, but I think it's so powerful, that example of just going after what we want and not taking no for an answer, that he was willing to put himself out there and to try something new. And also he, he knew that he still brought something to the table. The coaches recognized that since he was a Green Beret, he would be great for the team as a leadership presence. And so he still brought something to the table And I'm sure he had to work incredibly hard to get good enough at football to play for the University of Texas. And from the podcast, I just want to share one quote because I think it's really powerful and he's a great example of this. So Nate said, there are two types of people in the world. And so just as a quick aside, I think sometimes it's kind of cliche and I don't think it's always true when people say this, but I really liked what Nate said. He said, the two types of people in the world are those who say I can't and those who ask, how can I? So again, the two types of people in the world are those who say I can't and those who ask, how can I? What I love about this quote and this way of looking at it is I think both people are right. If we say that we can't, then we're not going to be able to, no matter what it is. If we say that we can't have a good relationship, a good job, if we can't be accepted to a good school, we'll put up those limits and those barriers in our life and we won't be able to reach our full potential. And more importantly, we won't be able to help those around us. But instead, if we ask, how can I, we'll find the ways that we can work hard, the ways that we can struggle, we can fail, and that we can become better so that we can reach our full potential to help lift those around us. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about how to build creativity and start over help you or someone you know this week to build your great life. And thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It means more than you know as we try to really help someone each week. Thanks for listening. We know you're really busy and it means a lot that you're here. We'll see you on Friday.